0: What is good, y'all? It's your boy Deluxe. And on this podcast, um, I really try to focus on, look, a lot of barbers um, and people especially are staying at home. People who even want to get in the barber industry are staying at home, of course. Um, and there's like this panic that's going on. Um, and I think this panic obviously instills in a lot of uh, other individuals, holy fuck, I might've been, I, I need to, to create more income for myself, right? Uh, when I get back. I think it brought up a lot of, ideas of of barbers who might have been slacking you might have been on like a it's been a wake up call to really reawaken um the fact that there needs to be growth in your business because maybe a lot of individuals and a lot of barbers i talk to who want to join elevated mentorship they say holy fuck i i just realized like i've been on autopilot for a good long time without even real i was comfortable i didn't i didn't experience the growth of my business because I just thought I was good where I was at. I didn't even I didn't even realize this could happen. And I think it's a good wake-up call to to really look at look in the mirror and see, you know, what you really want to achieve. And and I think with that too, I think a lot of barbers are starting to realize, holy fuck, I need to start, you know, raising prices and charging more. Um and in my own experience, um from being able to charge $200, if you when I was charging only $20 per haircut, um, my belief of myself was that if I charged forty bucks, I would be I would be like king of the world. If I charged forty bucks, um, now of course I at that time when I had that belief, I never really worked up anywhere past um, a level of charging twenty twenty five. I didn't even raise bottom line prices to twenty five. I think I went from sixteen to twenty bucks, and I had this idea that I wanted, I wanted to charge 40, but there was nothing set in place to allow me to do that as well as it was kind of like a hope and pray, which most barbers or any business people kind of do. They hope and pray that they will be able to, um, charge more to make more money. So really what I wanted to go over within this podcast is kind of like the three main areas of what I've experienced from just having the goal of charging forty bucks to surpassing that and making the breakthroughs to being able to charge two hundred, um, and f- you know the core idea of that at the very core beginning um, is the self-limiting belief, right? Because the self-limiting belief of myself was that if I just charge forty bucks, um, I would be winning, and I think for a lot of barbers who I've talked to too, um, and a lot of my students. We we change their what their idea is of thinking and attacking and approaching the industry from playing a small game of just I just want to get my cut to hey if you could do whatever the fuck you want what would it what would that vision be and then we build a program around that and it's these self learning beliefs of playing small that really harp into it and, and, and I'll go into more of the. I wasn't even thinking about going into this, but but I had a conversation with my buddies and, and we kind of got talking on this subject. And he's like, yo, you need to say this on a podcast because this would be impactful. Um, so self-limit, at least for myself, at least, why I played small. And this might land for, for some people and might not. And and, and um, I like giving examples of me um, because, well, they're firsthand experiences and, and, and as well as uh, students as well, too, because I think just giving theory in itself is not enough i mean it 's not real world application so the real world application for me of, of why I had this self living belief was was um uh, the lack of self worth in in myself right like so really like understanding like um that my time was of value of more than that and I think especially in the barber industry when when I talked about especially like the warrior. Complex um, and how we develop um, our mental self-images of of ourselves. Um, that's where a lot of of log jams start to, to start to happen. Is is the self-image of what you believe you can have and what you believe you're worth, and whether that be uh, twenty bucks, forty bucks, two hundred bucks. Um, your your mind is always going to prove you right. So if you only believe that, okay, I'm I'm just worth 20 bucks a haircut because of my skills or whatever that may be, um, you're going to make decisions based off that to go into a barbershop that might not allow you for growth, that might keep you in a city that allows, that doesn't quote unquote allow you to grow. And you will also leverage those um, to to really um, make the mind right. Because your brain doesn't want to be wrong. Think about it, you, you in a conversation, if, if, if you as an individual in a conversation, you never want to be the one that's wrong because when you're wrong, you feel, oh fuck, I feel like I'm dumb, whatever it may be. And the brain acts in the same way. So really for you, when, when you tell, when you, when you give it these these standard operations, right? And the brain is is, is one of the best computers um, known to mankind. Uh, the brain is just a computer. And whatever you program it to, it's, it's going to go ahead and work exponentially well. Um, so if you have these self limiting beliefs, like I had that my worth wasn't any more than 40 bucks, if I, it, and, and it was more of like, I was playing small because in my words, I said, ah, if I'm, if I'm, if I charge 40 bucks, I'd be cool. I'd be cool. is not playing to win. It's just, hopefully it's playing defense almost in my mind. Right. And whenever you're on defense, you don't have the ball. You don't have the area of attack You are not on the scoring capability. You are on, let me try to stop the bleeding. And trying to stop the bleeding um, in any type of business is is a surefire way to 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 get in a position where hey a lot of people right now um, when things and, and 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 adaptations and and stuff happens to our outside world we become affected as you see right now playing small or playing comfortable puts us in a position when there is there is one variable that changes right we can't all of a sudden the variable in our in our um, in our world becomes, okay, we cannot, we have to stay inside. We have to stay indoors and we're quarantined. Well, because we, we played comfortably, we just played at our level of, it would just, it would just be enough. I would be comfortable where I'm at because I can make the money, maybe save just a a small bit, but be able to live off of what I have and, and not really excel. Um, that is where the position happened. The, the, where, 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 where a lot of individuals are at right now is not because of Corona. Like, let's get that clear. Corona just exposed us and exposed the, those individuals of, holy fuck, I need to really take a deeper look at what I'm doing. And I think a lot of individuals are taking it as, damn, if Corona wasn't happening, blah, blah, blah. If Corona wasn't happening, blah, blah, blah. And, and that's really not what needs to be focused on. Because, and I've said this before, you have to detach from the expectation of what could be. Because then you're kind of getting in a comfortable mindset. If you're like, oh, okay, if I just do this, this, and this, I'm gonna be cool. And the coronavirus, panic, panic ensues, right? So and the panic only comes in the in the in the frustration comes because you had the expectation that if you just stayed along this line, you would have been cool. And I got, I, I, I was, this is brought to my awareness of especially like practicing dropping expectation because I think a lot of us expect this to blow over in three months. I had uh, somebody, uh, uh, a guy named Chris Lee who told me, hey, what if this shit lasts for three years? Do you still have the expectation dropped or are you then really reacting and panicking because you played that small? So I think it brings a lot of points of like how self-limiting beliefs will actually hold you back. Um, my self-limiting beliefs of, of, of simply, like I said, not being worth as much, right? Or even going in deeper um, for myself of saying, holy fuck, um, what if that's a lot of work to do, right? What if I can't do the work? It, it, the mind already starts doubting itself. And this was me back when I was charging 200 bucks. I remember st- telling myself, holy fuck, what if I can't do that work? what if i try and i fail right so again playing comfortably playing to not to to not to lose because i know if i don't try to go after it then i can't lose but if i try to go after it and i am not capable of it then i lose and i feel bad and i'm like oh god i feel like you know you have all these these feelings of of, of failure and and whatever it may be judgment um but what I realized is, is, is that for myself at least and a lot of my students and what, what, I, what, I, what we work on is, is look, where are you playing to not to lose, right? And how can we – where do we switch that to playing to win? Which means when I switched – made that switch to playing to win, um, I realized that failure, yes, that's a possibility. And I didn't, I didn't discount that at all. I didn't try to um, block that out. When 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 we try to go after something, or when I when I try to go after something, and I feel that there's tension that I'm trying to make myself um, for or at least force myself to believe it's possible, I'm really fighting against the tension of of a belief that it isn't possible, right? And you're just almost reinforcing. It's almost like reverse psychology. You're almost reinforcing the fact of yourself that it isn't possible because the tension just keeps getting more and more and more. Nobody has like like forcefully, like, like, um, created success like that. Like at some point they have to understand, like you have to understand, you have to relax around that point, acknowledge that failure might be an option. And then you're able to freely move as you need to, because you're detached from the results. You're detached from those, those beliefs of, of holy fuck, I I might fail, but I need to convince myself that I won't fail. That's probably actually the worst thing that you could, that I, I have done for myself. Because it creates more tension, it creates more pressure. And if you've ever been in in any type of sports um, uh, team or, or on the spot, whenever you have tension, whenever you have pressure, that's never good. So how much good is it to have pressure and tension um, throughout your each and every single day? I know people say, oh, pressure creates diamonds, all this stuff. I used to believe that as well too. But our success is what we make it as well too. If you think that success, and we talked about this in Warrior Complex, if you believe that success only comes when uh, you go through hardships and almost killing yourself, well, that's all you're going to be looking for, and that's all your life is going to be going through to, to at least achieve success. If you believe success is easy and will come easy, well, you're going to find the easier routes to go down, right? Like, I, uh, like for me before, <laughs> I, I never believed in investing myself. When I was charging 20 bucks, I never invested myself. I actually never invested a single dollar into my education, into somebody mentoring me, and anything of that sort. Um, because I thought, oh, to be successful, I, I can't take the easy way out, right? And to me, that was, to me, in my mind, that was an easy way out. Oh, that's too easy. It, I have to make it hard on myself. I have to figure it out on my own. But when I switched my mentality from playing not to lose to playing to win, and I wanted to create an easier cycle of success for myself, I said, no, that's actually going to get me there faster, and it aids me. Why, why would I be restricting myself from that? And <laughs> literally left and right, I started investing into everything I possibly could to, to uh, uh, give back to myself, even if I was breaking even, because I knew at the end of the day it would be making myself more money at the, at, at, on the back end. And I think too many people, especially too many, too many times when I was charging $20, I was only look at, looking at the current here and now instead of the successive uh, reactions or the second and third, third, or, third order reactions or consequences from that, right? My only vision was first order consequence was I spend the money, I don't have as much money as I did before. Whereas when I switched my mindset, I said, I spend the money now, third or fourth order react consequences from this is that I start making more money on the back end. And I said, good, I'm gonna go that way because the, second, the third and fourth order consequences of not spending that money was I'm still stuck in the same spot because I did not uh, get closer to the truth. I just keep on doing the same thing. So these self-limiting beliefs that held me to this $20 because I didn't believe that I needed to invest in myself, I didn't believe that I could uh, charge 40, uh, uh, 200 bucks, uh, especially 40 bucks. I never even charged 40 bucks when I was charging 20. Um as well as blaming clients, my, the city I was in, the barbershop, or needed the certification or whatever it may be, um, really held me in in a, in a tight grip. And on top of that, I always wanted to have to take the hard road because, oh, if, that, if, 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 if mentoring or whatever, investing in program, that's the easy way out. And my, And success to me is defined by going through hardships. And if that's easy, that's not what success is. Pretty, pretty ass backwards thinking. But for me, that's what a self-limiting belief was that held me down. Now, um, also what I I found out for myself too was, was, um, and I'm getting, I'm getting a lot better at this, right, was I was listening to too many individuals, um, and not only maybe nailing my, my, um, who I take advice from to maybe two to three people, um, one of the main reasons for this is when, when you go abroad of like trying to get information from everybody um, or anybody, you, you don't really fact check what their expertise is, right? You don't fact check how much experience they actually have in this. You're just going to go ahead and take anything because uh, in my, when, I, when I was charging 20 bucks, I was trying to even listen to clients of how I should like build my business up. And the clients will tell you, oh, you need to go and and do discounts. Yeah, you need to go ahead and do 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 a discount or do a back to school special. Oh, you know you should do a referral system. You know, like 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 if I bring you three clients, I get a haircut for free or something like that. Or uh, you need to hand out business cards in a parking lot, or you need to hold a sign, right? And all of these things did did nothing to get me closer to my end goal, but all it did was was waste not really waste my time but it made me realize why I should not listen to everybody and really hone in to only 2 to 3 individuals right and 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 really because the second part of that is when when I was listening to too many individuals what I noticed and what I experienced was everybody had conflicting um conflicting beliefs one person said social media isn't the way another person said oh you should go on social media one person said um oh you should offer more services another person said oh just focus on haircuts one person said you should do you should start offering enhancements some person said that's cheating if you do enhancements and so all of when i take information when i was taking information from too many individuals it almost made it confusing for my brain to figure out what is truth and what's not and it almost made me in a state of I guess I don't want to say limbo but in a state of like where I'm just stagnant I'm stuck in the middle I don't know which way to go because I'm getting I'm getting pulled from every which direction. but when you only have two to three people that means for myself I nailed it down to two to three um, um, goals that I want to go in a direction of and all two to three of them have similar um, areas of expertise of where I want to go into and have same underlying principles. Because you want to f- if you want to listen to people who have the, un- the same values as-, as myself, I want to listen to people who have the same values as me. If they have conflicting values with me, what they say might work, but for me, it's not going to get me to where I want to go because their core values are completely opposite of my own. And even if I does get me to where I where they expect me or they would, would, would uh, say is good for me to go to, I wouldn't be happy. And when I started listening to too many individuals and I actually started just nailing them down to just a couple core individuals and core beliefs, that's when I started seeing progression. Because I stopped taking advice from anybody and really put it through a filter of okay what what are your beliefs are you in a place where i want to be at right so like even like for myself i would even try to take um because when you go into the barber industry there's no manual what to do so you see an og in a shop or you know a couple of dudes who are older or been working for 10 years and they tell you this is how it goes and this is what it is well first of all they're instilling in you their own self limited beliefs that have kept them charging 25 bucks for the past 10 years right then they go ahead and also um, contradict, contradict themselves in many ways. And they also have their, their own bias against what they ultimately want to create in their life. And what they want to create for their life is definitely not what is what I wanted to create in my life. But due to this lack of knowledge, due to this lack of awareness for myself – I would just listen, and I would try to try to attempt and, and, and create something, and, and it was no wonder why I never got the results I wanted because it wasn't in the direction I wanted to go. And what I noticed with a lot of my students is that they all have this similar drive, right? South Bay Chris wanted to go ahead and charge 100 bucks for a haircut. He wanted to grow social media, and he wanted to be cutting high, high, and, and attracting high-paying pay, high clientele as well as um, developing a new business for himself outside of barbering. And literally, almost every single student I have had falls under that same category. It's not the barber who wants to just charge forty bucks and be cool. It's it's the individual who wants to strive. So why would? And and it works the same for me. Like why would I work with somebody who only wants to charge sixty bucks if my values and and understanding are my 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 base um, thing of how I how I judge my results of my my students is okay how quickly can we get them to charging 100 bucks and booked up and running an effective business that allows for progression as well as building out um, a structured model for what, what they want to go ahead and create next All right because a lot of the barbers i work with don't want to be cutting hair forever that's just the reality of it um, and if why would for me when i was cutting hair at 20 bucks it made no sense to listening to somebody who had been cutting for 15 20 years when I just did – when I didn't even want to be in the, in the industry for more than five years, cutting hair actively, right? It did not make any sense because what they did and what they're giving me is the blueprint to what they have been doing for the past 20 years to keep them in the same place. I don't want that. And I think understanding what um, I wanted and especially what, what any individual listening to this wants in general – will allow them to then pick the two to three individuals that they want to hone in and listen on, listen to, right? Whether that be um, getting mentored, whether that be just um, uh, reaching out and asking for um, help. Maybe they don't even, maybe they just want to go ahead and help. Maybe they're in a position where they just want to help uh, just in general, right? Um, And as well as, you know, I I was willing to talk to anybody instead of actually seeing if they had proof on what they had to say, Right? And I just – because I was so new in the industry, I literally took anybody's advice um, like it was gold and like it was the truth instead of saying, okay, well, what are your results? Who else have you um, worked with that can show for these results in their business? And when I started looking at that, then I started nailing my list down to two, three individuals, really the last thing for me as well was, was the lack of accountability and focus on making the boat go faster for myself. So like I said, when it comes down to self limiting beliefs, that bleeds into who you're going to listen to, right? The two to three individuals, instead of listening to two to three individuals who are highly qualified of the direction and values that you, that you like and, and have the same understanding uh, and you have, you have similar traits of what you want to exuberate from them, you're gonna have a lack of accountability on the one thing that makes your boat go faster, makes your business go faster because you're listening to everybody. uh, Or I was listening to everybody. Um, I was trying to execute on literally every one thing because I thought just doing everything all at once would, um, if I did as many things as I could, that would mean my business goes faster but that is actually opposite of the truth. You have to actually find the one thing that makes everything go faster, it's like the 80-20 principle, right? 20% 20% of everything that you hear is going to make your business go faster. 80% of it is just going to be bullshit that actually slows you down. Um, and it was these self-limiting beliefs because I did not want to go ahead. I did not believe that, that um, I was worth that much. So I would take anybody's um, expertise because I needed to feel validated for myself and I I would just be doing a bunch of different things to slow down my progression, handing out business cards, posting um, and not, and utilizing social media incorrectly, um, and really inability to trim the fat on my business, right? People would say, "Oh, you got to do discounts. Discounts the way. Oh, you got to do specials on Tuesdays. Um, you know, oh, you know, you got to do gift cards or something like that. Oh, you got to hand out these specials. Oh, you got you got to be able to cut kids. You got to be cut a lot of kids. Like I hate fucking cutting kids. Nobody likes cutting kids. Kids will not pay me 100 bucks for a haircut. Why, why would I, why would I want to go in that direction? Um, and it was all of these in, 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 in essence of the bigger picture that kept me at the $20 rate. And you could see, and for, for myself, it, it took me to really redefine myself, beliefs of who I was, um, and what I was worth and what I truly actually wanted to get to and, and playing to win and playing a big game, big game, instead of playing small and playing not to lose, um. And actually understanding, like, how to develop my proven system. Um, and then I was listening to too many individuals. I was listening to too many people who conflicted with their messages, right? Some guys just wanted to be the barb- the, the community barber who cuts hair. Some, I didn't want that. I wanted to be able to cut people who would pay me 200, 200, 300 bucks per haircut on, with tips included, right? I didn't want to just be cutting all day and having conversations. That's not what aligned with me because I knew I, I could do more. And I think for myself, that's, that was the biggest thing. I knew I was capable of more, but I would not allow myself because everybody else around me was saying, oh, that's, you know, if, if you do social media, um, you know, you're just going to look like a clown, um, you know, and, and clowning on other individuals who do social media or who are charging. Ah, uh, who does he think he is charging that price? He think he's something special. That's a crabs in the bucket mentality right there. And I had to take myself up, up out of that to say, okay, fuck whatever they're saying. Because that's that's the way they want to live their life. But I know deep down, that's not how I want to live my life. What do I want? And if I want is doesn't align up with what they're saying and the advi- quote-unquote advice they're giving me, why would I listen? And then finally, the lack of accountability and focus on making the boat go faster, make my business go faster, right? So, you know, on top of like, once, once um, I found the two to three individuals who I wanted to work with and, and get mentored by, um, you know, really harping down on what they were, were teaching me and what, what they had uh, were guiding me in the direction towards. Instead of listening to everybody and trying to do every little bit of thing, um, thinking that the more work I do, the more business I'm going to get. That's actually backwards. You you actually have to strip down the business and do less work to, to get better results. Um, meaning like you have to take out a lot of the The, you know, we talked about death by a thousand cuts. You have to take out the smaller implications of things or the smaller details of the, uh, the work that really doesn't make a huge progression and really just focus on the one thing that gets you that price. So, like, if, you know, if, if the majority of your money is made off of, like, haircuts with beards. Why would you continue doing lineups when you're getting booked out for like three to four lineups per day? That's taking up more time that could easily be implemented by doing more haircuts with beards. And that's just like a simple, simple example, right? Simple, simple example. Um, and with that too, you know, student, I mean, a student like like Suncuts, Sunny. <laughs> this dude came in with the biggest self-limiting beliefs. He, he believed that he could not charge more than what he was because of he was next to a college. He's in Atlanta, but he believed because he was next to a college that his location was hindering his, his progression and that he couldn't, he had to do specials because college kids are broke. And that's all this clientele he had. He was already creating a self-limiting belief and all the brain could do was say, hey, you're correct. Let's go ahead and just only give you clients that um, will pay this amount. Let's only give you uh, college students who are reinforcing that belief of saying, hey, man, you know, I'm I'm going to such, I had to leave my other barber because he started charging too much. And then that starts reinforcing your mind, oh, fuck, if he's going to leave, if he left that barber to come to me because he was charging too much, if I charge more, then he's going to leave me. But that's exactly what you want, actually. And we'll get into that in the later subject. You actually want those clients to leave your business because- why would you keep clients that are only going to stay with you at a certain price point? If they're not going to grow with you, you should not be attached to them. Again, detaching from the end result, detach from um, what their what they overall uh, uh, understanding of, them, of, of what they are willing to pay is and what you ultimately want to go ahead and get to and what I ultimately want to get to. Sonny was also listening to too many individuals in his shop he had he had a, an o g in the shop that was telling him one thing of oh social media is stupid, why are you doing this why you can know you can 't be doing all this stuff and it actually built in a belief in him that he shouldn 't be doing this and even throughout the when we were working together we, I really had to 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 reinforce the fact of, hey, look, do you want to end up like him or do you want to actually accelerate? He even thought for himself. Well, the, the guy who's been working here for 10 plus years is charging 30 and I'm only charging 25, so I can't really charge more than 30. What a crabs in the bucket mentality, right? And, and that's not nothing against sunny, but that's, that's telling you like, hey, look, these older guys or anybody in the shop that's trying to tell you you can't do that, that's what they wanted to do. That's what they wanted to achieve in their business. And that has nothing to do with your business at all. That's the decision they made in their life. And they are just um, voicing their – or trying to justify why their self-limiting beliefs are correct versus why you playing – wanting to play win and playing big and actually doing better than them is wrong. Because I've experienced this myself of somebody who's in the shop who actually takes offense when you want to grow – and say, hold up, you got put in your time, young buck. You guys, you got put in your time. I'm like, put in my time? What do you mean? You've been doing this for 10 years, Putting my time. You wasted your time. Again, like, like lack of accountability and focusing on making the boat go faster. Sonny did not understand how to make his business grow. He was doing every, every different thing possible, but nothing was working. Right? And continually was doing it because he continually listened to these individuals with little experience because he had these self living beliefs of what his business could grow to. So you see how it feeds all back down into itself. And when I started implementing this in my barbering uh, career, that's when I went from 20 to 30, 30 to 40, 40 to 60, 60 to 100, 100 to 200. Because the self limiting beliefs would not allow me and would not hold me back. I boiled down who I listened to and influence-wise. And I took accountability on the one thing that made, that made my whole entire business go faster. And even with that too, each and every single step of raising prices, you're going to have to go through back this whole process again. It starts back with the self-living beliefs, who you're going to listen to, and then what are you going to do to make the boat go faster? And when I figured that out for myself, I mean, even, even look at somebody like, um, I mean, like, well, like we said, even with, with, with South Bay Chris, self-living belief, oh, I can't charge anymore. Even though I'm booked out, I can't charge anymore because I don't have a barber's license and I'm cutting in a garage year and a half later, dudes charging a hundred still in the same place. Nothing changed, nothing changed. Nothing actually changed, right? He didn't get his license. he didn't work outside of that. It just started with what he believed was going to happen. And what he believed, the self—he broke through of those self-limiting beliefs, opened his mind up, reached out to the to the people who could uh, aid him in that going in that direction, and then he grew. And I see this too many times, especially in the barber industry, with what's happening right now, right? Self-limiting beliefs of, you know, what am I going to do when I get back, and anything, and, and, and it's a result of, of where we're at right now. The lack of ability to adapt or die, especially in today's time, has never been more true. And I'm just going to put this out in the space. I'm already knowing that the, the nine students I'm working with currently right now, these dudes are going to be fucking beasts. Because if they if they, they make it through through this cycle and have been continually working through me week in and week out, holy fuck. I'm just gonna put this in the space so I can come back to this and be like, it was in, yes, I remember that. I remember declaring that because um, it's, it's it's just an incredible time. Incredible opportunity right now is at the hands of everybody to go ahead and get progression, but very few actually want to break through of those self limiting beliefs um, and just are comfortable staying where they're at and can't wait to just get back to life, quote unquote, how it is so they can feel comfortable again. So with that, Limiting beliefs, breaking through those, getting down to two, three people who um, you should be only taking advice from, and then having accountability on making the boat go faster. It's core principles. Tactics will never, ever get you to where you need to go. The core principles of it all will allow you to experience the growth that you are actually looking for. And that's what I'm aiming to teach in Elevated Mentorship. So with that, If this is your first time listening to the Deluxe Podcast, by all means, welcome. This is um, what I love to do is really break down the barber industry of my own experiences of how I went from charging uh, $16 to when I I stopped cutting hair to $200. As well as now when I'm running my online educational platform, Elevated mentorship by the New Era of Barbering. Um, Really progressing the rest of the industry to what um, I created um, and really, even building off of that to create more success for my students my bench my benchmark is creating uh, my students to be able to charge a hundred dollars inside of their barbering business, create um, more opportunities for themselves as well as cutting less hair while making more money and through doing this um, really Redefining what they believe barbering is because not many people respect the the craft of barbering because barbers don't respect in terms of their own self-beliefs They keep themselves at that level So if this is your first time listening, welcome I like to go ahead and drop podcasts like this at least once per week I'm I'm dialing it down to once per week because i'm back on youtube and I love to go ahead. I don't want to um, um be putting out too much content. I still have a, a business to run so Doing one podcast per week and one YouTube video per week as well uh, is going to be the, is going to be the process for right now, um, as well as I will be able to create a lot more in depth content because um, I'll be able to go a little bit more in depth on topics as this. Um, I drop I'm typically going to be dropping a YouTube video on my channel every Sunday, so by all means check out my YouTube. Make sure describe subscribe to that. Um, it's just Deluxe D L U C S underscore and. Make sure you go ahead and subscribe to this podcast as well. Um, I drop podcasts, like I said, once per week. Make sure to leave a review. And if you do leave a review and and and, and uh, rate this podcast, make sure to go ahead and drop your Instagram as well. I will love to have a conversation with you. Um, as well as if you are interested in joining Elevated Mentorship, if you are interested in breaking through these self-limiting beliefs um, and actually being able to take accountability to make your business grow faster, even during this time period, by all means, go ahead and send an application in. Just click the link in my bio on my Instagram um, and we can go ahead and take the next steps with that. As well as, hey, look, if you found value of this podcast, if this brought you value to how you go ahead, need to go ahead and start attacking things, especially um, during this time off, Hey, go ahead and send this to one person, right? This might open up a lot for that individual to then go ahead and grow. Maybe it's somebody who you work with in the barbershop uh, with you. Maybe it's uh, somebody that you know and look up to or or are just comies with on Instagram, right? Just share this podcast. You don't know what it's gonna happen. The opportunities might come out, as well as always, it's always good to have an accountability partner and something like this to say, hey, look, I want you to go ahead and listen to this podcast. Let's go ahead and start taking accountability on each other, Right? So with that, y'all, appreciate y'all for tuning in, and I will see you next. Or I, will, I always say this thing: I will see you next time. I'll, I'll, I'll be tapping in with y'all next time on Deluxe Podcast. All right, we out.